Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary. This is your host, Scotty B. Find us online at www.heroesofcosplaysanctuary.com for all the latest updates, everything going on with the podcast. And of course, you can buy the merch there. You can find us online on Twitter. You can follow us there at HOCS Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram at Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary. So, yes, go ahead and follow. And YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, also called Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary. Imagine that. Today we're going to be talking about surviving the shift to video. Speaking of uh, YouTube and some of these other wonderful places online, the problem that I see is that many of us are getting used to or have gotten used to cosplay being more of a picture space than a video space. And I think TikTok has been changing that a bit, but I don't think that it's still very mainstream for cosplayers to want to get into YouTube or Twitch or other spaces where you have, you're on camera a lot, you know, you're just on camera and it's, uh, it's motion. It's, you know, video motion versus still. So will cosplayers be able to keep up with that when these platforms all start to shift to video clips, short videos, many of them already have. Uh, Facebook and Instagram definitely have. They definitely give more to Reels. But eventually everybody starts using Reels and eventually it goes back to the way that it was where your stuff doesn't get seen. There are so many videos going on to any of these platforms right now. It's staggering. If you don't flag them, you will never find them again. (laughs) It's just amazing how many people are creating content, how many people create content on all of these platforms and how many videos there are to watch. It's endless. And that's just inside of cosplay. So what really is going on inside of Instagram right now? At least nobody's buying it. That's not going to happen. It's already been bought. So it's not, uh, it's just kind of going down a, a road. And, you know, I think they've, they've more or less done away with IGTV. It's really not a thing anymore. It it wasn't it wasn't like a bad concept or anything. It's just the interface and the way that it worked really it just couldn't compete with any of the other video platforms as a mobile platform. It was just you know like Facebook was like, well, if you're just gonna make a video, then put it on Facebook. And IG itself really is no longer considered a photo sharing app. Can you know? And that's coming all the way from the top of Instagram. Um, Adam Mazzari, if I'm saying his name right says, no, this isn't where you come to share photos. This is a video platform. And I think that is a really interesting and, you know, it really will end up, I don't know if it'll kill Instagram, but I think it'll kill it for a lot of people. My, personally, I've uh, been putting more content on Twitter just because it's just more aligned with the things that I do. I write a lot anyways, so it just fits with me. And I don't necessarily just crank out video content because I don't, I don't really have time. Um, I do a podcast, so of course, you know, audio and writing just makes more sense for me. Facebook wants to be more like YouTube and it wants to do the TikTok sorts of things on Instagram. You're going to see a lot more recommended videos and that's just happening to everything. There's more commercials, there's more recommended videos. They're basically saying, well, these are all free applications. If you want to keep them free, then you're going to have to watch all these ads for all these people who pay for space on our platform. Not that any of them are going broke. I do understand where they're coming from. You know, it's money to be made So, of course, you know, and a lot's changed in 10 years since a lot of this started to get going. And, yeah, I I don't it's hard to say how it's going to all turn out. You know, where where is it really uh, going to where is it going to end? What's going to happen to organic reach in social media? Is it dead? I mean, it's nearly there now. Like organic reach is almost 
it, you know, if even when you have a large following, you're getting maybe two and a half to three percent reach, which is crazy. You get better reach off of email marketing and that to just complete strangers. But you know, the posts are difficult to see, and even when you pay, even when you boost your posts, it's still very difficult to get a hold of your audience for anything that you might want to sell. It's really becoming just a mainstream platform for companies to advertise, assuming that they have their stuff together about how to even create video content, which many of them don't. And it's also very hard to get a stoic marketing team inside of a corporate space going in a different direction. You know, if they do print marketing and they've always done print marketing, they don't necessarily just want to say, oh yeah, let's get into the influencer marketing scene. Let's, um, let's go put that out there and let's put, you know, Karen in charge of that. And, you know, Karen's been working at the uh, same place for 25 years and she's been doing print marketing her whole life. And she looks at all of this newfangled nonsense, like it is just that and does not want to do anything to reach out to people to get them in front of these platforms or to create content for it because it's very uncomfortable for the marketing executive in a big firm not always um, but I think if you're if your CMO if that's even a thing your CMO your chief marketing officer or whoever's in charge of marketing wherever you work if they're not into it then your company's not into it and even if they are into it if your company's like a lot of companies have so much going on and everybody's so busy anyways. Like they, the last thing they want to do is get in front of a camera while they were work, you know, and trying to find influencer marketing um, people to get in front of your camera or to just find camera talent. It um, probably gets into a very uncomfortable realm of cost for most places. If you're really big, I think they're already doing it. You know, if you're a big credit card company, you know, if you want to hand a visa card to a cosplayer and see what happens, uh, go, you know, go right ahead, Capital One, and <laughs> see what happens. See, see just how many, uh, how many people are aware of your brand after you give a cosplayer a credit card. You know, it, it's really just um, all of video creation, and how clever everyone has to be with their videos to just distribute them and market and reach a new potential audience. It's just, it's so much creative. It's so much work, and it's really like, it's, it's auxiliary. It's, it's, well, not auxiliary. It's ancillary to everything that you're doing it's just it's a bolt-on it's not the main thing your main thing isn't to create content on instagram your main thing is to create cosplays and those cosplays take a lot of different skills to make so when you get to the part where you have to be on camera and making videos about little skits and things that you want to do in five seconds or less that gets really hard and i think it gets really confusing for the audience too because really when you're quoting just random things to get attention it really gets hard to understand what your platform is actually all about except gaining attention. So what do you do? What do you do when you're when you have this like creative need like you just you want to express all of this creation and you want to put it on there but you don't really know, you know, what what's the point? Who's going to see it? What what's, you know, what's going to happen? There are, you know, newer platforms coming out, there may be less are there newer platforms coming out that are less crappy in terms of investment to the u user? You know, what what else is coming down the path? Are there even any social media platforms that are coming down besides Instagram, Facebook, the usual suspects, Twitter, YouTube? Like, what what else is there? Is there anything where people can create that's actually a space where people will look? Or are we all just set in our ways of having these five or six apps 
open and in use all of the time. And that's just where we are. And that's where everyone else on earth is. Content creating in general isn't where it once was. We, we have the rise of the videographer, um, which means anybody in the photography space may have to pivot or include more videography if what they do is Photoshop and what they do is photography. Not to say that there will never, like, it's going away completely. It just isn't going to get as much attention as it once did. You know, there's also something to be said about the metaverse and what that's going to be. This whole concept of strapping an Oculus onto our face and just sitting in a virtual environment for hours on end, which to me sounds very uncomfortable and needlessly complicated. But I think that eventually these phones are going to get strapped to our faces and we will just never leave. Like it'll be... We'll, we'll have them in front of our face all day. And then when we come home, we're just going to put them in front of our eyes and sit there in the metaverse and just do whatever, you know, your TV is going to be there. Your everything. You won't have uh, like, you know, TVs could go the way of the dinosaur for all I know. I mean, how many people watch television and have their phone up? You know, everybody has their phone out and they're diddling around on their phone while they're watching television. It's just kind of the way that it works. Like, we can't actually shut off these social platforms anymore. We just can't. We have to know if someone, you know, it's just the dopamine rush. It's just the way our brains are wired. It's just crazy. And or we're sharing content constantly or we're checking on who saw whatever we show, you know, whatever we shared. So even if you do decide that coming up with content ideas in the form of video sharing becomes your thing. I don't even think with the metaverse coming up in the next few years, I don't think it's going to last long. We're going to we're going to be going crazy with video content for the next few years and then everybody's going to start just jumping in the metaverse where it's just going to be 24/7 live. I I think that's really what it's going to end up being. It's just like live streaming all the time. And, you know, I think ads uh, that the only thing that I really see being a big problem with the metaverse is ads, you know, well, with the video content. And I think that maybe the 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 best thing about Instagram's switch to video content is they haven't figured out a way to, like, put ads in front of it yet. So let's hope they don't. But about five years that, you know, all these major platforms will be competing with the meta. They will all have their own version of these things. You know, Facebook will have a meta YouTube will have a meta, maybe even Twitch now that Elon Musk is starting to take that over. And maybe even streaming services will create their own metaverses for watching content. It'll just be part of that. I think Facebook wants to just have its tendrils and everything. I think it just wants to be like, oh, well, you just use our metaverse and it just connects to everything else. We'll just API everything. And, you know, if you want to go into Netflix, then you go into Netflix. If you want to play video games, you play video games. No matter what, you can just jump from one thing to the other thing to the other thing, and we'll just control all of it, which probably not a great idea. That's kind of the concept. That's where we are right now. And again, I think it's going to, we are going to move to video, and then we are going to quickly move away from video, or video will become part of the meta, and how it gets created will be very different than just putting yourself in front of a camera and in front of one of these apps. I think you're going to have a lot more options with it if it does stay maybe we don't know what the meta looks like maybe we don't know a whole lot about it but i think it could very potentially make every platform seem the same but yes i, I wouldn't be surprised if um if video share is a pivot 
and that it is just part of a longer term plan to move everybody onto this metaverse that's coming around. It will potentially integrate everything in your home. Your whole everything will become digital from your computer to your toaster. It's just all everything is just going to be all connected and it's going to be, I don't know, not I don't in my idea, in my world, not ideal. I'm, I'm not envisioning this as like an ideal setup, maybe more convenient if if it can be like I don't I don't find that technology has yet made life more convenient. All it's really just made it more distracting. You know, we didn't need computers 25 years ago. Suddenly we need them all the time. Do they really make us more money? Do they really help us more? That's that's a good question. You know, what does Instagram do for you? What does it do for you? Really? Like, think about this. Like, being on Instagram and scrolling through pictures and scrolling through everything and commenting on posts, though it can help you as a tool in marketing to build your brand and business, personally does it really improve your existence like does it does it make you feel better does it make you more more physically active does it does it make you feel happy does it make you you know is it is it improving your health is it improving your mental health is it improving your you know is it building skills like what is social media and instagram like what are these things doing for you how will attending cons? I mean, and really, like this has even changed too. Like people don't even does does uh, just going to a con is great, but it seems like that's just not what happens anymore. Either you're selling something in a booth, or you're taking a bunch of videos, or you're meeting photographers. Like it's like uh, you have this huge agenda, and I think if you complete a, if you com- if you create a completely digital environment where everyone just is all the time cons will be very different in the future that's kind of what i think like the whole idea around going to conventions is going to become more of a novelty and yes people will go there but i think that that will be a very a very strong space for ar and vr and all of these metaverse things to exist because you can showcase them and you can start to spread the word very quickly amongst the community inside of these cons about what this is going to be. That is where I will leave it today. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. This is the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary saying bye-bye, everybody.